Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? listening to find out because we are all multi-hyphenate beings so join me on the ride it's getting deep and we're back we're back did you miss me did you miss me from last week i bet you did um here we are we're back Welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your host, KB, your lifestyle designer, your mindset coach. Oh my gosh, all things under the sun. All things under the freaking sun. Guys, it has been, it's been a whirlwind of the week. You know, do you ever go through those moments in time where you're sitting at your desk or whatever in your house doing what you're doing and then you're thinking about what day it is and you're like, wait, it was just this day last week, like just, you know? So it's like Wednesday in my world right now when I'm recording this pod. Um, But I'm like, it was just Friday of last week and now it's almost Friday. I don't know. So that is a great segue into the topic of today. But before we touch on the topic of today, because guess what? You get me solo today. Aren't you excited? You pumped? You ready to rock and roll? Um, Guys, I thought this episode was going to be about something completely different and then I changed it literally within the span of one minute. So we're going to just jump into this new topic, but I thought I was going to kind of talk about aging and maybe we'll go about this in a later episode. I really wanted to touch in about telomeres. So maybe you can do your pre-homework homework before that next show. But today we're going to talk about slower living. Um, and something that kind of went hand in hand with what I did want to talk about when regards to aging is that you know you feel that every age that you, know, you pile onto your life, you feel like life in general, the times, the hours, the seconds, what have you is going faster and faster and faster and faster and you cannot keep your head on straight you know i remember when i was a little child and you know you had those days that were just so long and you would just look forward to the next thing to do of what playing outside and everything just seems so blissful and so long and just envious and today now it's like if we have a moment in time to just sit and be, we almost have a panic attack. And I'm not kidding you. We almost have that, I know I have it, that restless leg syndrome that I have to be doing something, whether it's, you know, organizing something, cleaning up the floor, walking the dog, you know, blending up a new recipe. We have to be doing something at all hours of the day. But is that the case? So, I had a really beautiful awakening this past weekend. Um, I don't know if you heard the last episode, but I had a birthday and yes, aging, the topic of aging. So I turned one more year older, another trip around the sun for this girl. And I was so lucky to be able to enjoy 
an adventure to Santa Cruz Island for the day and nothing was planned. And that is exactly what I like. (laughs) I just want to be in nature. I want to be in the sun. I just want to breathe. I want to collect my thoughts. Um, Great conversation. So that's exactly what happened. And I couldn't have been any more happier. Yes, I did get some bruises from hanging on to the handrail during the excursion over there. Let's just say if you've ever been to the Channel Islands, you know that sometimes it can be a very, very bumpy <laughs> along the coast of the ocean. So yeah, it was a little rough. It was exciting. Um, didn't get seasick. I don't get seasick, I don't think. I don't know. Knock on wood. But anyways, um, super fun, just fantastic and beautiful. If you ever visit California, please make sure that is on your bucket list. Um, I know if you plan on hiking, you have to get permits to go on the island, but we just anchored over and it was serene. I mean, cerulean colored water. What else could you ask for? Am I right? But anyways, and then the next day I had another beautiful day of just sitting, talking, relaxing, reading. And you know what? To be completely honest with you, I don't know if this is like 30s, like 30s speaking. You know you hit over 30 when you're like, oh, it's 8.30. Like, oh, got to wrap this up. Like, better go to bed. The sun is setting. Let's like really hunker down now. Yeah. I mean, is anyone else there? Do you feel my vibe? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Thirties. So, um, hate to say it. I'm almost in my mid thirties. What? Anyways, enough about me. This is all about you now. So I want to help you today. If you've been struggling with, um, moving incessantly, you know, maybe your mind is taking control of your actions and they're not aligned with your heart, your heart's needs, your actual needs. Today is your day because I'm going to show you that, you know, if slow living isn't your thing, then I'm going to share how you can just try, try slower living. Okay. You know, when I work with people when I work with clients, Everyone always has these like audacious goals. They're like, okay, you know, I want to take my sedentary lifestyle to like running a marathon. And I'm like, yo, 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 hold up, halt. Okay, let's just wait a second. Instead of a marathon, why don't you try running around the block? Why don't you try, you know, just picking up the pace of your steps in your walk, right? You know, you've got to take baby steps before you can create um, beautiful, long lasting goals. There's a book I want to read called Atomic Habits. And it's all about, you know, the compound interest of, um, like short term goals make long term gains. It's like, it's like investments, right? This is the best investment you can do. And that's why I'm here is to show you that, um, 
you know, you can make these small goals. You can make these long-term investments. You know, it's little things. It's not about saying like, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be a saint of healthy living and I'm going to be perfect and I'm not going to drink and I'm going to work out three hours a day and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to take a bath at night. I'm going to turn off all the lights and go to bed at 8.30. No, it's not about doing that in one day, but it's about setting those little baby steps to get you to that higher result. Because I'm going to just be honest with you. When you take those action steps, this is mama bear coming in. When you take those action steps towards a healthier lifestyle, um, more conscious living, a wellness mindset, then I can 100% guarantee you, your life will be full of abundance, clarity, and longevity. Okay. Yes. Joy. Let's throw in some joy in there too. Okay, so creating the clear, clarity of consciousness, we're going to throw you into the fire with trying slower living. And let me just say, when I'm recording this episode right now, there might be a little uh, echo in the background. I'm in a new space. And can I just say my view right now is amazing. I am overlooking the harbor of Santa Barbara, ocean view. I mean... I feel like I'm, actually I am, I'm on the top of a mountain and I love it up here because it's me, the birds, nature, and everyone down below is just rustling around. I can see everyone rushing along on the highways and I'm like, yo, I'm at peace. I'm chill. So let's teach you how to do the exact same thing. Not saying everyone has the ability to go on top of a mountain <laughs> and check out the views, but you can create your own sacred space wherever you may be. So let's just jump on in because we are diving into a new season and this season is called fall. <laughs> yeah. You know, my biggest pet peeve I tell, I mean, I should, uh, I need to like step back a bit and like just turn down the, the dial when I say like, I loathe when people rush seasons, when people rush um, holidays upon me. It's all marketing and I'm not buying it. Yeah. I went to school in that SHIT. I know what you're trying to do to me. So guys, here we go. Moving into fall and fall. I mean, I love fall. So my birthday, you know, is on the cusp of summer and fall. So I've always been used to like being a fall baby, loving autumn. I grew up in the Midwest. I Loved jumping in the leaves, watching the leaves change, just the crispness in the air, you know, a cascade of burnt orange leaves, may I add, cozy sweaters and stews. Yes. Yes. So really sounds like a beautiful image, right? You know, alongside of what people would call that time of the year, which really goes into slow living or taking your time through life, never rushing, or simply being. Yeah? But what if you have a demanding job? And what if you have plenty of responsibilities? Just think about that. You might actually really be scorning at the topic of slow living. And you might actually be thinking, oh, yeah, KB, right. In my dreams, it might be a fantasy to you, right? 
And then what if you are type A or highly impatient? Sometimes, like myself, you know, I'm getting better at being patient, but type A, as I am, (laughs) you know, I was raised in, I think I was raised in a very competitive culture. Um, I was raised in a competitive family. We were all athletes, my sisters and I. We were, you know, my parents are very athletic. Um, It was always like a competition of grades and um, I don't know, just even the (laughs) Easter egg hunt race was a huge competition. Yeah. So if you were like me and you grew up in a competitive culture, I feel you, I see you. Um, And you know what, to be honest with you, I was born with a natural propensity for overachievement. I truly believe that. I am an overcoming um, perfectionist, I guess you could say. I'm really trying to work on just going with flow a little bit more. I think having a puppy and raising a puppy has helped me with with that entirely. So um, anyways... My head has always protested against slow living. Always. You know, I've been like, "Ah, you know, my hands are up. Not for me. Absolutely not. Pass it on. Pass it on. Um, You know, I've lived in very fast cities. I've lived in Los Angeles. Um, I remember when I went to school in LA, long time ago, (laughs) yonder here, I lived in downtown LA before it looked like and performed like it was today had nothing down there, but I had to walk fast. I had to be fast. My voice tone, um, I started talking very, very, very fast. And I remember when I went back to Kansas to visit family during holidays or whatever it may be, I just remember the pace that I walked at. And I remember calling it my LA legs. I would walk so fast. Um, I don't think it was until I moved maybe to Santa Barbara and started really diving in and making sure I was aware of just my motion, my energetics, that I really just started to look around while I was walking. I wasn't like just going towards a destination, but it was more about the journey, right? So, you know, I've always been doing that nonsense. I've always been doing this rushing around stuff. And as my life and my vision for who I was and what my life wanted to be, um, as, as that evolved, I've been actively, as I mentioned before, and I'll say it again, I've been actively using slower living to benefit myself and the way I perform my work as well. So, I first want to break it down, (laughs) you know, why some people struggle with that term, slowing down. You know, slowing down can feel difficult for so many people because they struggle with creating the time, the energy, and the overall headspace for it. And when they do, the next objection is something like, but I don't know how to slow down. What do I do on my breaks? work more, question mark, you know, (laughs) right? It sounds like I was just talking in text, but that's so true. What do I do on my breaks? Work more, question mark? Yeah. I mean, I know I do that. 
I'm like, maybe I should find another place to put my energy into and have it be labor intensive. I think we all need to take a step back. And obviously, we need to look at other cultures too that have siestas. I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. Um, But that is highly, highly important. But, you know, what it's really about is just kind of like rehashing, like re- Um, you know, configuring your pace in some parts of your life and adding some more color, purpose, and as I love to say, joy into it. Because life isn't just about the work that you do. You are more than that. You know, work does not define you. I had a great conversation last night about purpose and work, right? Um... Many CEOs, if they sell a company, it kind of goes back to, why am I here? What's my purpose in life? You know, it can be quite um, confusing. That's an easy word to use. Quite confusing, right? So we need to kind of go back to like, what's our life? What is our life? What is our life worth? And um, what are we all about? What is my story? I've been going some things personally lately where I have in the past told myself things that I'm not perhaps worthy of, deserving of, um, and now everything that I've ever wished for in life, everything, mostly everything that I've ever wished for in life is blindsidedly coming into my face and I don't know how to deal with it. So that's why... The people that you work with, your your consultants, your counselors, your therapists, they must also be working with a therapist. Um, so with that being said, you know, reconfiguring your pace in some parts of your life, right? Adding more color, adding more purpose and joy, right? Who are you all about? What's your story? How can you rewrite your story That's what I'm, as I just mentioned, I'm working on right now, rewriting my story, right? You know, we were ingrained so heavily with the patterns that perhaps our ancestors told our parents, you know, our parents told us. I still go through it on the daily with my parents. I mean, I'm 34, you know? So as I mentioned last week, I'm on an advice detox. I'm not going to ask, I'm going to feel, right? I'm going to go with my gut. If I get invited to do something, how do I feel about it? Give me some space. Give me some time. I'm a projector in human design. I didn't mean to uh, rhyme on that, but I did. That was good. Um, I'm a projector in human design. I need to sleep on something before I make a decision. So if you don't know your human design, I highly recommend that you figure that out um, so you know about your decision-making process. But anyways, what are you all about? Now, one issue is that slow living has been, I guess you could say, lumped into an amorphous and like mass of plenty of dangerous like theories, things, right? Now, these include someone having that mindset or thought pattern of, okay, fine, slow living, just let go of everything, right? Which involves a lot of, you know, perhaps... Mm, lying to yourself, you could say, you know, maybe saying like, oh, you don't need to control anything, 
which is completely impossible when you have responsibilities, am I right? Or if you have old trauma, or if you have leadership roles. You know, or that thing of saying, be chill, don't be difficult, which is challenging when you're expected to forgive, um, you know, outlandish rudeness or shoddy incompetence, you know? I have been hard at work, what? Being the human guinea pig for you all. So what do I mean by that? I mean, guys, guys, products, and I'm talking about sustainable, non-toxic, integrity-based products. Products that I stand behind, products that I vet for you. There's a lot of stuff on the market nowadays. You know, my head is about to explode every email I get with a new product coming out, a new supplement, what have you. So guys, I'm trying to make it a little bit more easier for you. All right, so go check out my new webpage, justbeinghonest.com. Guys, just relaunched it and click on over to the shop page where you can find some amazing brands that I fully support, such as Branch Basics, Primal Life Organics, Mate the Label, Blue Blocks, and Mountain Rose Herbs. Oh wait, don't forget the things that we love to snack on the most, like Lovebird Foods, and for our little puppy dog friends, Botanical Bones. More to come on all of these brands, but if you wanna reach more about these brands, head on over, as I mentioned before, to justbeinghonest.com, click on the shop page, and guess what? There's some discount codes inside. You can get 10, 15% off all these brands. So head on over and let me know what you get. So these are all real things that we have to deal with. It's like having the angel and the devil on your shoulders. Like who am I going to listen to and how am I going to balance them out? Well, guess what? Newsflash. You don't really need to do any of those things that I just said. You know, those quote unquote words, be chill, don't be difficult. You know, you don't need to control anything because you can really create a balance. You don't need to do any of that. And that's not the only way um, slower living can look, you know? There are so many different variables. So, as I mentioned before, listen to your heart, listen to your gut. What's going to work for you? Baby steps. It can also look like perhaps spending more time doing the things you actually, actually, that's the key word, love, or reconnecting with the things you've dropped as life's Perhaps obligations have piled up. Maybe you went through a child phase, you had children, maybe they're out of the house now. Now, even if you call that weekly hike or that baking stint that you do once a week, maybe you make cookies or monthly getting together with friends or I don't know, an exercise, maybe you call that just an exercise to get out of your head, right? Experimentation socializing. If you feel recharged after that and love how the time just flies by in a good way, then you're already doing some version of slower living. I'm going to let that marinate with you. So to continue that, you just have to do it more intentionally this time. Intention, consciousness, Now, if we don't articulate intention, it absolutely cannot happen. I'm going to say that again. 
If we don't articulate intention, it cannot happen. Okay? That's a good one for you. Because you know how you feel. You feel so good after doing those things. So you must continue that. Now, there are things that we've always loved doing where time just flies by and we're completely wrapped up in it. Am I right? We feel energized, purposeful, and perhaps content after that moment. And it definitely doesn't feel like a waste of time. I know when I step into my artwork, when I turn my phone on, do not disturb, silent, flip it over, put it in the other room, and I dive into my artwork, put on some ambient sounds, and just go, I can go for hours. And how I feel after those hours is full of life. I don't feel like, oh, I should have gone through my emails again and waited till the red dot comes up and seen if someone emailed me or maybe I should take out the trash. I mean, yeah, there's always time to take out the trash, right? But when I dive into my artwork, that little example, how does it make you feel? How does it overall transform, inspire your life in your way of being? Okay. So perhaps these things that you used to enjoy, but have become disconnected from as in obligations and um, maybe life, as I mentioned before, has piled up, right? So how do you get back into that? Here's a great prompt. What did you love doing as a child? My belief is that we should always, always, always be coddling, going back to asking our inner child what is best for us in the moment. Do I need to be hugged? Do I need to be kissed? Do I need to be have someone hold my hand? Do I need my hair stroked? Do I need someone to fill up a bath for me? You know, do, whatever. Do I need someone to play soccer with me? I don't know. How can you feed and nourish your soul, your inner child, the root of your soul's existence at that time? What did you love doing as a child? I'm going to let you marinate on that. So just think about that for a second. You know, it could be a similar activity like running or maybe reading, or it could be something that you can involve and evolve to actually fit who you are right now as an adult. <laughs> For instance, if you enjoyed collecting cards or, you know, comic books or stamps, uh, I don't know, um, and researching information about cars or plants or home design, then you could probably very easily apply this methodological, methodological, yeah, very ancient Greek, right? Um, this like knowledge base, or maybe it's like your search for knowledge. Um, what am I trying to say here? Basically, you're thirsty for knowledge. You're thirsty for an escape, right? You can implant that into your mind and into the space of where you pr are presently, currently at. Presently, currently at. If that wasn't redundant, let me know. And you're curious about these things, right? 
I mean, that's how I go down rabbit holes and loopholes every single day and night. Ugh. Yeah, I need someone to lock me in a room sometime and just say, focus, child. Because I'm so curious. And the, the little child is so curious. And that's why they're learning. That's why they're exploring. That's why they're experimenting. That's why they maybe scuff up their toes or scratch their knee because they're curious. What does it feel like? What does it do to me? What will happen, you know? Yeah, am I right? And then I really want you to think about the things you already do that feel good, but you have maybe that uttering, you know, that, that I wish I could do this longer if I only had more time. Hmm. Art, maybe, for me. So maybe some of these activities have perhaps an annoying energy. Maybe they're like sapping you, you know? For instance, someone might have to entertain or might even love to entertain, but hate cleaning up. I mean, I don't like to clean up after people, but I love cleaning. (laughs) Is that bad? Um, And another one might feel that a little burdened, you know, a little burdened or that ache in their shoulders, literally at the thought of having to coordinate the time when everyone is available. Sometimes that's me. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to go to bed. There goes Poppy making noises in the background again. Seriously, dog. She's always by my side. I can't help it. Um, anyways, back to that. So coordinating time when everyone's always available. So if this is the case, I had this great conversation about outsourcing. You can outsource almost any annoying task. So do it, right? And then fill yourself back up with the things that you love and enjoy that really create a more subtle ambient flow in your life. Okay, so kind of the second part of this is what I just mentioned before with seasons You know, seasons change. I mean, in California, they subtly change, but I grew up in the Midwest where we had four distinct seasons. Summer, fall, winter, and spring, baby. Can you guess what my favorite time of the year was? I'll let you DM me on that one. At Just Being Honest KB, send in your thoughts. I'd like to see if you're right. But nature's wisdom is that we start to slow down during fall. So here we go. You know, we're resting in the winter and then we start to feel invigorated during the spring and then we just kind of like cascade into the summer, right? We just flow on in. It makes sense, right? And then from then on, we can plan our whereabouts for slower living more accordingly. So this is all about if you live in a one season place, consciousness, what I love, conscious living aware, the sights, the smells, the weather, temperature changes, animals that are coming out that haven't been out in a while, all of it. And how is that regulating your circadian rhythm with the seasons? And another way is to maybe book a designated vacation or maybe plan out some break slots in your calendar. So you remind yourself and that you know you have that time 
to recharge. So, of course, it's all about learning to practice taking care of your brain all year round so that when you're on a break, you're not spending your time worrying about, you know, missing any work or things that might get lost in your head. You know what I'm saying? You want to have everything tied up in a bow. So I often at times think it's, think it's harder to go out of town than be out of town. Just preparing. It's the mental aspect too. It's almost exhausting. Um, but defining slower living seasons could also come in the form of peak time and coasting time. So this way we get clear on when we are resting or when we are going with the flow. I mean, it's perfectly beneficial and it actually builds up our reserves for the time when we need to go full steam ahead. It's natural to take a break, I promise. I'm learning just as much as you are to take a break. When I need to lay down on the ground, I give myself a good 20 minutes. Just lay there. Maybe look up at the ceiling, think, just think about life. Not even life. Think about, I don't know, anything. Anything else but besides what is on your agenda. Okay, so let's talk about how slower living can really play into managing and mastering your time. If you took a short five-minute break, Maybe every half hour, let's say, and a three-hour drive, right? Yeah, that three-hour drive could easily turn into five hours. This is because five minutes really isn't just five minutes. It's really, as I would say, the breaking down of momentum and then having to restart that all over again in the same way um, as you're switching between too many tasks and locations, it's, it's an invisible way of just kind of like slicing up your time. Okay. So one way to get around this mastering mastery of time is to chunk similar types of tasks or activities together. Okay. So with tiny breaks in between tiny breaks. I promise you, by doing this, you will reclaim so much time back, meaning you'll be able to indulge in your favorite favorite activities for much, much longer. Okay, so I write this down because I play victim to it. You know, multitasking, switching around, my brain is everywhere, what's next? Write it down. Pick one day where you do your podcast, your edits, whatever. One day where you do the advertisements, yeah. One day where you do the write-ups. One day where you do the marketing. One, one day where you do the bill paying. All of those things. Focus on that flow for that moment in time, okay? And another question that you can ask yourself is, what are your black holes? This is a great one. So when you're likely to, um, you know knock-on consequences, for instance. Okay, so let's just say, for instance, strategizing about work after dinner, maybe it's 10 p.m., 
means you'll sleep at 2 a.m., right? Because you're, you're awake and then miss out on your morning workout, which does not do me any good. If anyone ever tried to take my fitness or my workouts away from me, I'd be, I would not be happy. I was about to say something horrible and mean, but I, basically I would not be happy. So that would lead me, if that happened to me, that would lead me to feel highly disappointed and anxious all day long. And then guess what, guys? The cycle repeats on and on and on, and you are in the black hole. You know, the 8 p.m. Netflix binge might actually lead to the same vicious cycle. Be aware of it. Take note of it. What happened the day before? Conscious living. You know, I'm quite tired of hearing, and I hear it a lot, of I need to do that. Oh, I should do that. Oh, I should go to bed early. I should take care of myself. I shouldn't watch too much TV. You know? Oh, then do it. <laughs> I mean, people don't hire me for anything. Okay, I'm going to stop. You're going to be scared of me. But anyways, this doesn't mean, when I say all this, this doesn't mean to stop strategizing or stop Netflixing. Is that a word? Netflixing? But it's about building those activities into more conducive time slots during the day to better master your time. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking for. Okay? So the next one I want to talk about is basically recognize the difference between excellence and imaginary unproductive perfectionism. Yeah, took me a while to get my website, my new website out. If you haven't checked it out, check it out, justbeinghonest.com. Let me know what you think. But anyways, about this imaginary unproductive perfectionism, me worrying about the things that, you know, like no one else would see, no one else would notice except me. So then I was wasting time on getting the website out live until I said, F it. Just put it up, tweak things as you go along. Am I right? You know, I, I was talking to a web developer, super, super gifted. And basically, it was about coding, I think. And they were comparing themselves to their competitors. You know, visually, theirs was a work of art. But, you know, most people, we don't even know. You know, it's like that self-criticizing thing, right? Mine's not as good as theirs, right? Or the other people are like, what? Yours is amazing. You know, I'm working with my mother on that right now. She's a fantastic, I mean, out of this world photographer. And she, I, I asked her this morning, she said she had to compile three photos together to apply for, I don't know, this thing, <laughs> That's horrible. This thing, this amazing thing um, based on art. I just don't remember what it's called. And she's like, I've been spending, I think she's been spending like two weeks, three weeks maybe, just trying to figure out which three photos to put together. And I'm asking her, I said, you know, is this like a procrastination because you're fearful of other people seeing your talent and your skill and your, your glory? And she kind of like looked at me and she was like, my gosh, maybe. I get that from my mom. The perfectionism, definitely. Yes. So 
Um, where was I? Um, perfectionism. Basically, in a nutshell, if you really grasp onto it, if you let it run your life on all parts of our lives, it will shoot you in the foot. I guarantee you. I've looked back over on my life many, many times, read many journals back, and yes, it stood in my way many times. Because what is perfectionism? What is it? Everyone has a different definitive uh, meaning towards it. Everyone has a different perceived notion of it. What is it? But can you live with the thought of being perfectly imperfect? I know I'm trying to. So, you know, we only have 24 hours in a day. And about four hours of peak productive time, that is said. Okay? And when we overtax ourselves in anything that we do every day, we are basically running on our reserve battery mode. And when you accumulate this, as I mentioned before, it's compound interest on sleep, energy, health debt. Do you really want to pay that price? Do you? Now, something's, something's got to give, you know? When you're frantically trying to meet impossible standards in everything, you won't have that focused or perhaps even zest for creating excellence in the parts of your life that really, truly matter. And everything will suffer as a result. And perhaps the people that you actually wanted to make happy by being AKA or whatever, quote unquote, perfect, they actually end up probably being unhappy. Okay? So what I just mentioned in a long nutshell, that unpro- basically that practice of unproductive imaginary perfectionism, you know, it really doesn't end up being perfect. It's like dropping an egg, right? Damn, damn. So streamline your standards. Streamline your standards. I promise you, you will become an artisan of life when you do that. Okay, so getting realistic in these, which areas of your life would you like to create good enough standards? That's what I mean by streamlining your standards. And when you do that, you can make more space in your life for those periods of slowness or just stopping and smelling the roses, you know, a little bit here and there. Okay. So here we go. The next one I want to point out is using slower living as a reset. Kind of like what I did this past weekend. I just needed a little reset. I wasn't telling myself that I needed a reset, but I was allowing myself to take that reset. You know, for some, it can be really helpful to essentially, I want to say, microdose slower living into their everyday lives. And here's when slower living takes the form of that reset button. Important, especially when we feel our energy has been drained from prolonged focus. You know, you can feel it in your eyes. I know you can. You know, hitting that reset button helps us get our higher brain actually online. Reclaiming control from the inevitable hijack by our fear centers you know what I'm talking about? 
you know, we can respond to what's going on around us rather than reacting. And we're able to look beyond the short term and make conscious and wiser decisions that benefit our future while at the same time taking care of ourselves in the present moment. And that's the most important thing because no one can take care of yourself for you. Your mental state, sure, maybe your physical state, give you a spa day, but it's really entirely up to you to make the decision to take the first step. You know, that reset is basically like spending time to buy time, okay? So in between tax, it could be, you know, putting out 10-minute windows, maybe closing your eyes, deep breathing, or walking to a coffee shop or a tea shop. I prefer tea. Looking around, looking at the sights, watching the trees blow in the wind, And that way you are literally showing your brain and your body that you are transitioning between tasks or perhaps people. And then clearing off the energetic debris of the last thing you did and going forward with a much cleaner sleep. Okay, so you can elongate these things. You can take longer breaks. I'm not going to like cut you off at 10 minutes. But daily resets turn into lifestyle resets, lifelong resets, okay? All right, to end this show, basically, I mean, I hope you guys got a lot of out of it. I know I just kind of go into a trance talking about this because I've never thought I was a slow person. Slow person meaning that I never thought I would have the ability to just take my time. I'm not saying I'm running late, by any means. I'm very tactical on my time frames, but you know, when I'm able to think clear, I'm able to see people clear, the relationships that I'm making clear, um, make wiser decisions, drive more mindfully, not bump into things perhaps, know what I'm putting in my body and how it's serving me and healing me. Okay. And I just want to let you know that taking breaks, little breaks, moving slower, being conscious of these things that I'm talking about, it takes practice. 100% it takes practice, you know? And it's not just about learning to engage in slower living just because someone else says it's good. You don't have to listen to me. Everyone that I work with, you know, I give you... You know, I I give you the true food for thought, right? But I'm not stuffing it down your throat. It's up to you to make the decisions. So if someone says it's good, do your own self-experimentation and see if it works for you. But give it more than a day. Give it a week. Give it two weeks. Give it 30 days. See how long you can practice this new trait, this new habit. You know, it's about having the space and time to engage fully with life and frankly the people who matter while recharging the ultimate you for all the work that you do because we all know that you're a hard worker you take care of so many people but at the end of the day 
This is all about going back and taking care of yourself. Cool. I think you can do it. Um, I would love to know how your journey is moving forward with this. If you are interested in diving in deeper in this coursework in lifestyle design or mindset coaching, I am here and happy to help. I have openings for the fall. You can check it out on my website. You can sign up. You can take a little survey to see if we will work well together. Um, and we can have a complimentary first consultation to get to know one another and see if it's going to be a fit. And um, yeah, I welcome you. Justbeinghonest.com. And guys, I would be so honored and appreciate so much if you head on over to iTunes and send in a five-star rating of the Just Being Honest podcast. Send in a comment. Let me know what you think. I thrive on feedback. So until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. Slower living. I think we can all relate to that. I think we can all take a dose of that. Guys, thank you once again for all of your support and for tuning in each and every week. If you feel called to head on over to Apple iTunes, send in a five-star rating and review, and I am happy to connect with you. All right, see you next time.